Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to jump in and say thank you all for tuning in. This is our first episode. We're kind of experimenting with what's working, what's not, and kind of going into some other things with that. So we really appreciate you all, and we hope you enjoy. Thank you. Welcome, everybody, to the Lost Trails podcast. I'm Nate. I'm Anthony. I'm Chase. And today we're going to be talking about our most recent trip to the Labarge Pools, and then also a little bit about who we are. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Chase. Yeah, so a um, little bit about myself, born and raised here in sunny Arizona. Um, pretty much been hiking my whole life, uh, long as, I guess, as long as I can remember. Um, my oldest memory of hiking was being on my dad's back in one of those baby carriers and seeing all the saguaros and all the beautiful desert wildlife. But as far as experience, like done plenty of trails up north and a lot of desert trails. So that's what I'm most comfortable with, but uh, we know we're exploring new things, and I'll let you jump right in, Anthony. Yeah, so I'm originally from Pennsylvania. Um, I grew up there, moved out here when I was 18 years old. I started hiking um, and camping at World's End State Park. I, I started out just camping, and then I, I got into hiking, uh, doing the trails around there. It's a lot different than the trails out here in Arizona. Uh, there's a lot of forests, mountains, the wildlife, and the waterfalls it's it's absolutely beautiful but that's just a little bit about myself I'll throw it to you Nate I'm Nate I'm originally from Colorado I moved back out here recently back to Arizona back to the desert uh, I grew up hiking a lot of times with my family and stuff like that so I've got a lot of fond memories of it I'm more familiar with the Colorado trails, um, as Anthony said, a lot more forested and things like that. Uh, so the desert is definitely a unique experience, and coming back to it has been pretty cool. Um, our most recent trip, we went on it was about a ten mile trip to the Superstition Wilderness, the little barge pools, and things like that. It was it was definitely quite the adventure to to be able to get to experience that. Um, for the first portion of the trip, what did uh, I think this was both of y'all's first backpacking, your actual backpacking trip, right? Yeah. Yeah. What'd you guys think kind of overall, like how the experience, what'd you guys think? Yeah, I think for a first experience, it was breathtaking to say the least. Um, you know, the, the views were amazing in that canyon. And I think that we prepared adequately enough for a first trip. You know, we, we ran into some, some hiccups along the way, but <laughs> yeah. Overall, I think that we were well prepared physically and mentally for the trip, and I think we we all had a great time. Anthony, how about you? Yeah, for my first backpacking experience, it, it was amazing. So I, I've always done just one day hikes, uh, kind of five, seven miles, but this was my first trip where I hiked out, camped overnight, and hiked back. But the the scenery, um, definitely some hiccups along the road, um, the the rocks. Um, that was a challenge to get through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, just just the experience as a whole, being out in nature with friends and, you know, cooking good food and, you know, just, just being one with nature is an amazing experience. Definitely, yeah. And, and I mean, it was a two-day trip. We definitely got in some good miles. I mean, we, we didn't quite make it to the pools. It, it did get dark pretty quick that first night. And I think just exploring into that canyon, the, the trail was nice and, and seeing just kind of how it all was. Like the desert was a very different animal for, for what I'm used to hiking. Chase, you're used to it. But I, I think for me and Anthony, it was, it was unique to, 
to be backpacking in that environment for the first time. Yeah, and I think camping in the desert was a little bit unexpected with the cold and the elements because, you know, even myself, a lot of my camping experience has been up north, so I always expect that to be cold, but in the desert, you're thinking, oh, it's dry, but we were definitely in for a treat at night. Um, <laughs> Drop down in the 20s, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, but overall, I think that we, we had a great time and um, we made it work for us. For sure, yeah, and, and the camping spot, I I really liked it at least. It was right next to where the creek bed was, so that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. It was, a, it was a pretty solid area. Yeah, and that trail going down as far as terrain, um, I would, I would kind of rate it intermediate. Um, mm-hmm. There were some slippery rocks, and there were quite a few loose, you know, loose pieces of rock all over the place, but steepness-wise, it wasn't unbearable. Um, like, you know, as long as you're being careful, you most likely won't lose your footing uh we actually had trekking poles so that made our lives a lot easier yeah trekking poles for the win yeah definitely (laughs) yeah yeah um as you know kind of as we got farther down into the canyon too it got a little more hectic um we came down to the creek bed and finding the trail was no longer as easy as we originally (laughs) anticipated yeah um you know, luckily we had all trails downloaded on the map and we also had a map and compass. So that kind of helped us out, at least in the direction we were going. Yeah. But we did end up walking over quite a few boulders and doing some bushwhacking. And, you know, I guess that's the, the, the kind of the fun part of it, too, at the same time. You know, what our legs didn't like us, but we, we still had a great time. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we made it work. And I think overall, as long as, you know, you have good shoes and you're kind of like, you know, in good enough shape to be able to walk, you know, quite a few miles over that kind of terrain it's it's definitely doable for sure and i think something else like this time around like we didn't see a whole lot of wildlife but there was there was a lot that that we did get to encounter yeah um i think we saw we saw a pretty decent sized tarantula while we were out there yeah, yeah. it was actually the first tarantula i've ever seen it was your first wild. one yeah. that's crazy yeah, yeah. big tarantula, first tarantula <laughs> too. yeah the thing was huge yeah i um, didn't see really too much else i mean there was the owl that scared the heck out of me yeah. At night, too. That yeah. night, yeah, it came out of the cactus, and I was like, ah. He was eyeing um, you. <laughs> yeah. He's a meat. <laughs> but, yeah, um, overall, trail was beautiful. Um, had. Yeah, it was, it was good that we also downloaded the map as well, because while we were going through the canyon, um, it's, it started to get dark pretty quick, and it would have been really challenging to find the trail again um, without the map being downloaded. Yeah, and being able to follow the creek bed was helpful, but that creek bed was, it, it, it no, it just wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, It, it yeah. felt like we were never going to get off that creek bed. Yeah, it really, <laughs> it really did, yeah. Um, yeah, in, in terms of the overall hike, though, it did, it did feel really, really good. Um, in terms of, like, the things that we did mess up on, what were, what do you guys think were some key do-overs that even for, like, other people, you think we should probably do differently? Yeah, one of the, the key do-overs is conserving water. Uh, we ended up running out of water uh, on the way back. So definitely being mindful of that, um, just drinking water when you actually need it instead of just taking sips over the course of however long. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's definitely something I would do over, especially packing more, which would be more of an investment to a bigger pack. Um, to bring warmer clothes because I wasn't expecting it to get as cold as it did during the night. So having more clothes definitely would have been better. Having, yeah, definitely having better clothes and things like that. Definitely. 
I mean, it, it dropped down into the 20s that night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the creek was dry, but it was still humid, so everything got wet that next morning. Yeah. So, like, even even the clothes that I was wearing was damp when I woke up that yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah. The floor of our tent was wet, our bags were wet, so definitely be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what Anthony said, too, um, I, you know, I guzzled my water down almost immediately, and I kept thinking, oh, I have plenty of water, and then we got to check my bag in the morning, and it's completely gone. So, <laughs> yeah. Something you definitely want to be mindful of, and Gator, I think you can speak on this a little bit more, but we had quite a trouble finding good quality water. Yeah, and that was that was definitely my bad. Like, I've been backpacking and stuff before where I'm usually, usually, like, I can plan my routes, or, or the trail at least, like, comes across a stream, a river, a lake, or something like that, where I can grab water, drink it through, like, a life straw, or boil it, stuff like that. And, and on this, what we had was just rainwater. It was just dirty rainwater that was in pools but those pools were few and far between um the one that we ended up stopping at which was the least filled with like moss and just kind of general nastiness was not very deep there was not a lot of water in that but it was enough that on the way back we were able to get water but that was definitely something that that i personally was not prepared for in terms of my especially for my first desert backpacking trip it is truly dry camping so as you said anthony bringing bringing better water would definitely be something yeah and if you don't have a life straw a jet boil will be your best friend and oh that's, yeah that's what we used for I mean, we did find some some little pools but quite a few fly larvae were in there and they were also covered with some nasty moss so yep it wasn't the most pleasant thing but because we boiled it multiple times we we were able to drink the water um i personally kind of passed on the water because I, I was not necessarily comfortable with that but you just wanted to see how we would turn out right yeah, yeah. you guys were the test dummies and, yeah. and were we fine we were fine we were yeah. fine. i was fine me, yeah per- <laughs> me personally i was pretty thirsty on the way back so at that point i was like yeah i'm gonna drink some of this water yeah <laughs> i'm going for it it's been boiled it's fine it's fine i did drink it in the coffee and it didn't really bother me at all yeah so. you, you couldn't taste the difference in yeah. the coffee yeah, yeah. exactly so. yeah um yeah the i think the other thing that that I think we probably should have done a little bit differently on this one was getting an earlier start. Uh, by the time that we were getting into the canyon, it started to get dark. And don't get me wrong, it was absolutely beautiful seeing that. And we're, we're able to see, like, in the canyon it got dark a lot faster, but you were able to see, like, the mountaintops illuminated, which was... Definitely. That was fantastic down there, but... We did get some awesome pictures around, like, the creek bed, especially around, twi- like, the dusk time period. It, it looked amazing. I yeah. Mean, it was, like, you could see the light kind of shining from the city still because we weren't too far from the city, but we were far enough away to where it got dark very fast. It did, yeah. And especially when the sun is setting, too. Um, when the, the sun hits the rocks, it, it changes the colors of it, and it looks really awesome. Yeah, it, it really does. Um, in terms of just, like overall trip that was it was a really solid trip I think something else like that I I I should have probably prepared just a little bit more for was as we've already mentioned is how cold it got that night uh going to sleep in the sleeping bag that was it I would it was fairly cold once you know we slept in it correctly yeah (laughs) (laughs) ended up sleeping in the the sleeping bag um on the opposite side so my feet actually went through where your head's supposed to go (laughs) and my head was I I tried to cover my head as much as I could with the zipper but I was tossing (laughs) and turning all night long it just it it got super cold 
took me a while to fall asleep, but once I woke up in the morning, um, Chase and, and Nathan helped me correct it, and I, I finally was able to get some good sleep. But yeah, that was that was definitely rough, and now I know. <laughs> now, now, now we know. Now we know. We we had to let you sleep a, a couple extra hours because we we knew how miserable that was. <laughs> yeah, we definitely had to let you sleep it a lot yeah. <laughs> for that. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that was probably one of the coolest parts of the trip was just waking up that morning that feeling of like we were isolated out there and it's it's a good feeling to be disconnected yeah and to that point like I think you know oftentimes we're you know dealing with the hustle and bustle of our everyday lives whether it's work you know school our families our significant others um we're always going 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 and moving so quickly and I think it was almost therapeutic to kind of go on this I guess you could say pilgrimage into the into the wilderness and really be away from all the distractions and, you know, just being present and, you know, being aware of our surroundings. I think it was very beneficial for all of us. Definitely. Yeah. And that was, it was unique being able to, to experience that with you guys. Cause I usually on my hikes and stuff like that, I go solo. Mm-hmm. And so being able to be out with, with a group was actually kind of a, it was a cool experience to, to be on the trail and set up camp that night and, and stuff like that. So that was definitely, and the fish. The Our fish. First stop fish when was... we made the fish. Yeah, it was this Patagonia fish. Not we're not a sponsor of Patagonia, but that fish that we had that day, we pan fried it next to the uh, next to the pool. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. That's where I almost set the desert on fire. Yeah, that's a, that's my favorite part about hiking, just to be able to get out into the the wilderness and unwind. Um, just being with friends and cooking good food. Um, it's definitely an amazing experience just to get away from all the, the work, the relationships, family. It's, it's a good time to unwind and especially in the morning when waking up to the nature sounds, it's, it's extremely peaceful. Uh, just makes you, you super, super grateful for where you're at and, uh, the wilderness that you have around you. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. And yeah, we had flute noises playing too, so it just <laughs> added to the element. And it did, yeah. Yeah, it was it was great. You know, I I think we all kind of felt just relaxed, and we all we had a great time. Yeah, we did. yeah. Even despite the cold, like it was still we were still able to wake up, get the fire going, and mm-hmm. cook breakfast that next morning. And that was that was a really good time with that. Definitely for sure. Um, when it comes to the the equipment and things like that that we brought. Um, what do you guys think was like the best equipment that you took on this trip that you would recommend? Yeah, I think what comes top of mind for me first off is the bag. And, you know, it was quite an investment for a backpack, but 100% worth it. Uh, we, I think we actually all had Osprey bags, um, which they were super ventilated. And I think that they, you know, we, we actually got them fitted beforehand too, which was awesome. Um, we were able to just kind of like get an idea of what it would feel like with the weight on our back. And I think having a nice bag just makes that aspect of having all that weight on your back and all that gear much better. Mm-hmm. And then in addition to that, they also had, you know, three liter water reservoirs that we were able to fit in there too. So we could carry water with us, although we did still run out. But <laughs> I think that, you know, just having that convenience was awesome. And, you know, also having all the room in our bags, um, I think that just, just made things much easier for all of us. For sure. Yeah, for my for my first backpacking trip, um, I have a couple um, pieces of equipment that I I liked um, to bring. Uh, 
to start out with the trekking pole, um, just because the, the rocks can be slippery, you know, going downhill, um, it definitely, you know, catches you, uh, gives you sort of a, a balance. It's super useful. Um, another thing um, is the bag. Yeah. I did wish I did have a, a bigger bag. Because I think you were carrying, what was it, a 27 liter yeah. Osprey bag? Yeah, so it wasn't, it wasn't too big. Yeah, but it, it was super comfortable. Um, my shoulders and my back, they didn't hurt after I, I used it, which was super nice as well. Um, another thing I really liked is the, the little pillow that we brought. So it, it kind of folds up into a, a little tube. It, it weighs basically nothing, but um, that way uh, during the night, you know, you're not sleeping on clothes. You know, you have a, a pillow to rest your head. Um, other than that, um, I would say getting a good pair of hiking boots is very crucial just so that way you don't tear up your feet, you know, it's comfortable, it's enjoyable, it's a pleasurable uh, experience, but those are the, the main things that I, I liked about the, the gear. Definitely, yeah, and especially for y'all's first time, like, if, if this, if, if you're going to go out backpacking for your first time, having just a little bit of solid gear, I mean, you can pick up hiking boots secondhand that work really well and, and things like that. I think you, you borrowed a pair of mine, Anthony. Yeah. And those were, those were fantastic. Um, and then most gear, if, if you're starting out is if you get it secondhand, it's fantastic. Even with the trekking poles, I think, you know, I got cheap trekking poles at Walmart for 20 bucks for two poles. Yeah. And then and they worked perfect. Yeah. And that's, that's fantastic. I, I mean, think you could be a little bit more bougie if you go with the, <laughs> the $200 ones, but you know, it's my whatever bad. floats your boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I definitely for, for this trip, like typically whenever I'm backpacking, I'll like cook over a fire or something like that. And, and in this one, I ended up, I bought that little tiny stove just before we left. I think that was more of an impulse buy than anything else, <laughs> but it was, it's this little tiny MSR stove that just fit anywhere in my bag like that that wasn't a problem it doesn't weigh anything but that thing is a tank like I we were sitting up in that rock having lunch and I I dropped it off the cliff probably went about 15 feet hit the ground and then rolled into a pool of water while it was lit um do not recommend doing that at all but um it stayed in one piece it didn't nothing broke on it and then we were able to retrieve it and then relight it so that thing was that thing stayed stayed pretty it well. Sturdy, <laughs> it really yeah. is. I mean, I was very surprised when I saw that. I mean, my heart dropped when I saw that thing fall off the cliff <laughs> into the water, and it was only about 10, 12 feet down. But you know, I thought it was fried. And then you pull it out of the water, fire it back up, and it's good to go. <laughs> still, still, still kicking. Yeah, uh, and I think one thing that like I I like my sleeping pad. I've got. It's like a Nemo. It's like an accordion. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Not a sponsor for Nemo, but it it does the job for me. It keeps me off the ground. But I think yours, Chase, yours was pretty impressive. You had a thermorest, right? Yeah, I had a thermorest. It was a blow-up one. It was inflatable, self-inflating, actually. And I think it was amazing. I was pleasantly surprised. I was kind of not expecting much with that. And I've actually never used a sleeping pad camping before. I, I'm usually just roughing it on the dirt. So I think having that extra like layer beneath me with, and also just the air in it, just, it made it feel like I was sleeping on feathers and it's not something I've experienced camping before. So it was relieving to wake up and not feel like my body was falling apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I had the same uh, sleeping pad as Nathan did. Um, so when I grew up um, camping out in, in World's End State Park, 
Um, we, we always camped in a camper, so I never really experienced like sleeping on the ground or anything in that s sort of nature. Um, but I would definitely invest in a better sleeping pad. Although it did, it did keep me off the ground um, and it, I wasn't as cold, um, I would definitely look into uh, investing into another pad. Yeah, and I think like if if weight isn't too much of an issue, like for us, we're we're just doing normal backpacking. We're not like ultra lighting or things like that. And I'm I'm honestly positive that with ultralights, you could still even take like a self inflating. Oh yeah, definitely. Pad. If you're an ultralight backpacker, let us know in the comments on what you take as a as a sleeping pad because I'm actually genuinely curious about that. And I think this mine probably a pound at most, mm -hmm. and I think it weighs nothing. Yeah, so, like think right next to me actually. And yeah, in terms of the forty pounds that we that we had on our backs, yeah, for that trip. And the nice thing about your sleeping pad too, as well, um, is that you didn't have to tie a rope to the back of your backpack. <laughs> that 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 was kind of annoying as well with the with the sleeping pad falling out at at some points. So mm -hmm. I, I definitely like that about your sleeping pad as well. That was the most Jimmy rigged thing <laughs> yeah. I've ever done. It, we we took string and attached that to the yeah. back of your pack. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, yeah. With, I think having a stuff sack is game changing because then you can just shove it in your bag, and I think you know it's light enough too that you can just kind of squeeze it in with stuff. Yeah, and it wasn't. It really wasn't an issue. It didn't really add any extra weight to my pack. Made it nice and easy. And I, I think with the trail that we were on with the with the actual site and things like that, like we didn't need too much. I mean, as we said earlier, it would it got cold that night, <clears throat> which I none of us really we should have prepared better for 100%. Um, but if if we're going out again it's it's definitely important to have something that'll that'll at least keep you warm and off the ground and also comfortable enough that the next day when you're hiking out or if you're through hiking going to the next portion of the hike you'll be able to exist with it exactly and and that feeling in the morning um overall though the hike hike was beautiful it was breathtaking to say the least yeah um I, yeah I, I mean i don't think i've ever actually done a like just a little canyon hike like that and actually stayed the night and it was cool just waking up in the morning and what we couldn't see the night before because it was pitch black we woke up and we were like where are we because we, we hadn't seen any of that stuff so yeah it was that was a really cool experience in itself mm -hmm. um just kind of like waking up you know somewhere completely random yeah you we 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 didn't get a chance to actually see where we were going to camp the night prior, which <laughs> probably isn't the best thing ever because, like, we didn't prep the site very well. But we were able to, to find a really cool spot when we woke up that morning. It was – we woke up in a completely different place than where we were hiking initially, it felt like. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. Yeah, so all in all, first backpacking experience. What did you guys – what did you guys think? I would say it was 100% win. Um I think as far as like we, there were pros and cons, you know, we, we had our, we had our ups and downs, but I think overall it was mm -hmm. great experience. Something you guys will do again? 100%. Awesome. Definitely. Yeah. It was honestly probably one of my favorite trips that I've gone on. Um, just the, the trail, it was a good first trail for us. Um, definitely. It wasn't too difficult. Uh, like Chase said, kind of intermediate, but to see the, the nature, see different things, the cactuses, cook cook the fish, cook the food out in nature. It was it was an amazing experience and I can't wait for the next backpacking trip that we do. Definitely. Yeah, and and then like 
comparing this to other hikes and stuff, I mean, this was this was really really solid. Yeah. Um, we definitely have gone on a couple other hikes since then, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll get into those later. But we have a lot more in store. We got trips planned coming up, and uh, we will keep you guys tuned as as we see fit. Yeah, and episode two is a hiking trip that we took on Brown's Trail. Yeah, right, Brown's yeah. Peak up to the top of four peaks it's a pretty prominent mountain outside of the valley and you can actually see it from the valley but uh we'll we'll get in a little more detail about that in the <laughs> next episode two weeks yeah, yeah. we're not going to spoil it for you guys so <laughs> yeah well awesome thank you guys for tuning in today we uh hope you enjoyed the first episode and we'll hopefully uh talk to you guys again soon and that's uh hey everybody it's chase with the lost trail podcast um just wanted to get a quick uh, voice over our first episode and let you guys know um, audio quality may not have been the best. It, it, we're really just experimenting things right now, but um, it would mean a lot to us if you just went ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at the Lost Trail Podcast and also on YouTube, same at the Lost Trail Podcast. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in and have a great week.